Hello, my name is Jeff Ball, and in this podcast, we're going to explore what it's like, what it takes to become and stay dangerous. I'm going to blend science and spirituality on a quest of becoming the best version of yourself, following in your own footsteps, becoming who you really want to be, while I become who I want to be. It's going to be a fun ride. So mount up and come go with me. All right. I was trying to figure out what it was that I was going to talk about this week. And I I asked a, a person who listens to the podcast, Jeremy, thank you for your input. And I said, Jeremy, you know, is there something you want to hear about um, a little bit better, you know, hear a little bit more about? And he knows, and we had kind of talked about, um, me and the work that I do in relationship and not just in, in masculine feminine work, but just relationship with family and, and, and everything. So he's like, I, I want to hear more about that because at the end of the day, when, at, you know, you're at the end of your life and everything's stripped away, you know, you've lost all your worldly possessions or whatever. You don't have any money at the end of the day, all you've really got are the people and the relationships in your life. And he's like, so that seems like a very, very important thing. And, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. That is. So let's, let's talk about that. And I had kind of been mulling over an idea that was adjacent to this anyway. And so it, it's going to work out really well. And at the same time, um, I'll, I'll tell everybody listening to the podcast, like I told my, my critical thinking students in college, if you make it through this podcast without being offended at all, um, good on you. Um, actually, what I told my students, if you make it through an entire semester without being offended, you're probably either not paying attention at all in class, which there were several of those, <laughs> or or you just stand for nothing. You have no backbone, and you don't know what to believe about anything. And so... I hope not to offend, but we've become in our society a, a group of people who just find offense in everything, right? I know that <laughs> New York just passed a law, and this is kind of where this is going to draw draw this into New York State, I guess, or New York City. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't follow the news, right? So I don't know exactly, but I know somebody passed a law that it's like a crime now to misgender. You can't say like councilman. You have to say council people or something. I, I don't. It's just stupid. It's just it's it's flat out stupid. But I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at this woman's bumper stickers, and this is the, the story that I wanted to start out with. As I'm stuck in traffic, and I'm looking at this woman's bumper stickers, and she's got several of them. Like I said, the the dog is my co-pilot. That's kind of funny. I don't know why I still think it's funny, but I do. And, uh, you know, a lot of anti-Christian stuff. And so I, I get it. She doesn't like the Christian stuff. And um, she had the. But there's three in particular that, that stood out to me, like right across the top, like the, the prominent space, right? The prominent marketing space on, on her car, I guess, for her message. And it was the it, it said on, on the left, it was the the 
the hijacked Christian symbol, that, that Finnish symbol. And I don't know what that's called. But then they write Darwin in the middle of it, and it's got little feet. And then in the middle it says, got science, question mark. And then it, it, to the right of that was um, the the new, whatever, LGBTQT plus flag. And I don't know if I got that right. I don't know if I said it right. And if that offends you, then there you go. That's your that's your shot. So, um, and and... and and as a side note, real quick, can I can we just say that this new flag is just it's just butt ugly. It's it's stupid. Um, it, it's 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 not attractive at all. I it's, the 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 old LGBTQT flag or whatever it was. Um, I mean, this rainbow is pretty to look at at least, right? Like it, it, adding color. I this this washed out pink and then it's got the the black triangle. It's just it's awful. It's god awful. I don't know who came up with the flag. Once again, if that's you and you're offended, there you go. There's your there's your time. So, uh, um, but I thought it was funny that she's basically attacking religion, right? Like she doesn't like my religion or your, you know, she doesn't like the Christian religion. You can't have your religion, but I can have my religion, and I, I think she would probably argue vehemently. That science is not a religion, but I can tell you unequivocally that it absolutely is. Um, we believe anything that a guy in a white coat tells us, and two two prominent examples is you know right in between the got science, she's got the the flag that celebrates, um, you know, and and, and let, let's be honest, it's it's, it's not just gays, it, it's gender fluid, pansexual, trans, I look, I don't even know what all the labels are. There, there's like 43 different genders. I think there's more than that now. And and let's be real honest, none of that is scientific, right? There there are X and Y chromosomes. There's ways that we've always classified things. And now we just want to redefine everything. And I'm going to tell you the same thing about Darwinism, right? Like I've read most of uh, Darwin's book on evolution. Uh, I told you my dad, I grew up in a, in a science household, right? Like, so my dad actually had to teach the evolutionary theory. He didn't believe it. He didn't ascribe to it. He, he thought it was an interesting theory. And, and we can talk all day long about how micro evolution absolutely exists if, if you're talking about evolving from a, a single cell organism all the way to homo sapien like you and I are then that's you know there's there's about as much chance of that happening as as you know the the random monkey typing out all of Shakespeare's work um, I, I guess in theory it's it's technically possible but it's just so far-fetched to to be uh, beyond belief. So the fact of the matter is, science is a religion if you use it that way. But where I grew up, in, and like I said, I, I grew up in this household that certainly had a lot of respect for science, and science was always asking questions. Science was always questioning. The idea that there's such a thing as settled science is bizarre to me. Uh, it, it is a huge oxymoron. And 
we operate in our society today that all of this stuff is settled out, that everything is figured out, and we don't need to question, you know, a dear dear leader Fauci <laughs> on any of this stuff. And yeah, I'm going to tie it into COVID because here's the deal. I do believe that it's a concerted effort that if we can destroy the family, if we can destroy a strong masculine man, then we can take over society. And I believe that's exactly what's happening, whether it's feminism, um, all of the, the, the different genders, the, the pseudoscience, the worship of, of certain ideals and, and fake science. You know, like, I guess like fake news, right? You get, you have the fake science and the fake media comes out and, and proclaims the fake science as the gospel. And it just undermines the entire society. And that's what feminism has done, right? Because you have women who demand equality. And as much as you like, uh, you know, we see it in women's sports, right? The the best the best female weightlifter is a man. <laughs> the best female swimmer is a man, right? So when are we going to wake up and actually use science? Actually use the the thing that these people claim to worship. When are we going to use that and, and stand behind that and say, wait a minute, there are standards, there are black and whites, there are yes and no. It's And we've gotten so far away from that, that it has completely undermined our society. And we don't even pay attention to it because it happens subtle. And, you know, you can believe what you want. You can believe that we should all be equal and, and, and all of this stuff. And I, I certainly believe in the equality of, of, of opportunity. And before this gets out of hand, do not for a second let anybody say that I hate transgenders or I hate gays or whatever. No, that's bullshit. That's not what I'm saying. In fact, I think some of these people are in trouble. And what do you do for somebody in trouble? Well, I'll tell you what a masculine man does. He tries to help, right? So these these issues, these these people that you're you're going to, some people are going to claim that I hate because I don't agree with, right? Like that's that's anytime. And, and there's your there's your religion of science. If you don't agree with something, if you don't agree with the hypotheses then you obviously are a hater and you need to be silenced and shut up and, and canceled and, and all of this stuff, right? That's your religion. That's what they want to talk about. And, and, and it's all bullshit because the fact of the matter is, if I truly believe that as we used to classify it, transgenderism, as an example, to, to be a, a mental illness or a disease, I just want to help those people. I want to love those people. And what the world needs, what the world needs is more love, right? I don't, I'm not teaching anybody to hate. If, if that's you, then you are the problem. If you're filled with hate, then you're filled with, then you are the problem. 
so uh, don't don't even try to take me down that road because I'm not going to play that. But the fact of the matter is to say that this is science, to say that this is normal, to say that this is that this is, um, you know, it's funny. I, I used to I used to run a class and, and I would say and I would do this, actually. And, and, I, and maybe this is why it it uh, it grabbed my attention, because I just now thought of this and I do these live and, and I just roll all the way through them. So. I'm just kind of talking and, and rambling a little bit, but I, I, I do these live and, and I would do this this class on is homosexuality nature or nurture. And I got to be honest, I don't know. And, and that's why it was so much fun to teach the class, because I got to ask a question and I don't have to have the answer. And I don't have the answer. I don't know if it's nature or nurture or whatever, but I do know that you can either believe. And, and so I would get I would get somebody to take a position. And and there was this there was this young man who was gay that was in my classroom and he would be like, it is nature, it is absolutely nature, and and then I would, you know, in the same class, then I would throw out Darwinism, right? Because because Charles Darwin made the hypothesis that, you know, homosexuality would typically die out or remain a very very small percentage, so you can choose one. Or the other, but you can't choose both at the same time, right? Like, so if you believe that homosexuality is completely a matter of nature and it just happens automatically and, and randomly, then then homosexuals do not reproduce. So the bottom line would be that this number would continue at, at either a very small rate, an aberration that I, I believe probably does happen in in in, um, in nature. And it would remain a very small number. Well, that's not what's happened in our society. So now you have to take the, the case that it is nurture and we're teaching people how to do that. And so we teach sexuality and he wasn't comfortable with that. So you can have one or the other, but you can't have both. And, and so this, you know, it really left a conundrum and, and, and people would kind of argue and, and uh, let, let, spoiler alert here. I don't have the answer. <laughs> okay. But here's what I know. As a society, the, the feminism and, and the pushing of this agenda, whether it's transgenderism or, or whatever, and, and, and they are pushing the agenda. That's what the New York law is all about, where you can't misgender somebody. And, and how would you know? There's like, uh, according to them, there's like 68 genders or, or some stupid shit like that. Um, you know, there's a female lion and a male lion, but somehow there's 68 different versions of Homo sapiens. It's, it's just completely ridiculous. And if you want to say that and then tell me at the same time that you are a fan of science, I, I got to call bullshit, right? Like, cause that's not how that works. One of these things does not match up. So you can pick one or the other, but you can't have both. And I think that it's a very, very clear attack on our society because what we need to take over a society is a very weak society. And, and whether you want to agree it or uh, agree with it or not, men are physically stronger than women. And men fight the wars and men stand up and men are the ones that say no. 
And I've ended a lot of podcasts with just, you know, just say no. And what we had was a, a complete tyrannical takeover of our society. And there weren't men to stand up and say no. Where were the men that said, you know what, I'm not going to shut down my business. You don't have the right to do that. Obviously, if you don't understand what the Constitution says, I've done a podcast on that. Go back and listen to that. I'm probably going to do several more. But the fact of the matter is every lockdown, every shutdown, all of that, every takeover of a business was unconstitutional and illegal. And they could do it because men didn't stand up and say no. Women didn't either. But I'm going to I'm going to hypothesize that it's not a woman's job. Right. Because as many as as much feminism as these women want to preach, at the end of the day, they still want a man. They still want a man that can provide security. They still want a man that will stand up and be that alpha male that they say they don't want. They say they want a nice guy. But at the end of the day, they don't they don't they don't want to marry the nice guy. And, and, and keep in mind, I'm not suggesting that the opposite of a nice guy is an asshole. That is not what I'm suggesting. I'm saying the opposite of a nice guy is a guy who can stand up, hold his boundaries, and when it's time to say no, say no and hold. And we have a complete lack of that in our society today. We have a complete lack of dangerous men. And I, I shudder to tell you this. I... I oh. It pains me to say that I haven't always been that guy. I haven't always been the guy to, to hold my boundaries. I haven't always been the guy to just say no. I haven't always been the guy that was dangerous. Sometimes I've taken the easy way out, and I get it, right? Like somebody's threatening your job. Somebody says, you know what? If you don't get this jab in your arm, we're going to take your job. You're not going to have a job anymore. You're not going to be able to provide for your family. That's a hard decision. That's hard to stand up and say no. I get that. I understand that. I think being a masculine man and, and holding your boundaries is a hard thing to do. And we've not been teaching our young men to do it. I struggle to find leadership and mentorship from other men. I had a young man tell me the other day that that he was grateful that I was in his life because of the conversations that we had. And. And there's very little that week. That meant more to me than that. I strive to be that for other men, because I know that if we don't fix this, if we don't write this ship. Then I promise you. At the end of the day, this country is weak. And the tyrants will take over because there's nobody to stand up to them. And I'm suggesting that we all learn to stand up and say no. And I know I've ended several podcasts the same way. And, and, and here's what I want to do. This is your call to action this week, because it's the call to action that I'm, I'm doing for myself, right? Like I'm not teaching you something that I'm not doing myself. 
And in fact, typically, I talk about things that I'm having struggles with myself. I'm talking about things where I'm struggling to be a better man. And one of the things that I'm doing now that I'm working on is saying yes when I need to say yes and saying no when I need to say no and offering nothing else. No explanation, no no qualification, no anything. Do you want to go to this restaurant? No. Oh, do you not feel like eating it? No, that's it. I, I'm not going to expound on that. No, I don't want to go there. Do you want to do this? Yes. Do this for a couple of weeks and try and see how that works out because it's tough to do sometimes. I know myself, I want to offer an explanation. And so that's your call to action. Step up. Step into your masculine because that is what is attractive to a woman. And we're going to go into this a lot more. We're going to go into a deeper dive. There's there's other podcasts you can listen to. There's tons of books you can read about this. But the fact of the matter is there is a shortage of strong masculine men in America. And, and masculinity is not toxic at all. Masculinity is safe. It's secure. It provides structure. It provides leadership. There's absolutely nothing toxic about it at all. And there is a very clear and definite shortage in America. I'm working on my own. I hope you work on yours. Remember, this week, just say no and stay dangerous.